Hello everyone, this is Ty Slatter with GTA Sports. You are now tuned in to Heat Check with Ty Slatter and Royce King, host of The Narrative. Make sure you follow GTA Sports on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, GTA Sports Network. Check out GTASportsNet.com for all things basketball. Welcome everybody to another episode of Heat Check. I'm your host, Ty Slater. I'm here with Royce King, host of The Narrative. How you doing, Mr. King? I'm good, Ty. What's happening? Oh, you know, just in the world of basketball, there's always something new to talk about. We're going to touch on a few of these topics today. I wanted to kick it off with the Rich Paul, what, wait, what, what the media is called the Rich Paul rule, has pretty much been amended, simplified down. And, and my, my first question to you about it is, if you, uh, did you get a chance to read the article on The Athletic yet? I did. And uh, by chance, can I get a couple of your thoughts on you know, your take on it or how you felt about it? Well, you know, I thought Rich did an outstanding job of speaking for himself um, and, and identifying that, one, uh, no way, shape, form, or fashion does the, the rule, uh, as it was written, directly affect Rich Paul. Right. Uh, moving forward. However, uh, it was beautiful to recognize um, who he is in this game uh, and on the, you know, the grand landscape of things uh-huh. and being an inspiration and for all the people, the youth who would want to follow in his footsteps. Uh, and that's any youth, whether it's a youth, you know, of, of black and brown descent or, you know, Caucasian youth. I mean, right. bottom line is it's about having a desire and a passion to do something uh, and finding out that this is for you and eliminating the unnecessary hurdles, if you will. I feel that. And my, my first thoughts on it when I got into it, it's not often that you see somebody who, quote unquote, has made it in the industry, whether it be you know, entertainment, sports and entertainment, basketball, athletics, even the music industry, somebody's looking at the door being shut behind them and reaches out to keep that door open for people that are less fortunate. Um, as you know, a lot of people go to college and don't know what they want to do, change their degrees multiple times, go into a lot of debt, student loans, and these people still have passion. They still have desire to do great things. And I agree, I agree with Rich Paul in saying that it's not fair to set up a policy or give them a, a standard setting that some people are not realistically going to go to college. Let's just be real. Uh, that's not everybody's path to success. In fact, it's, one could argue, depending on where you come from and what you experience, that there are more stories of people that didn't finish college that are successful than ones that did finish college successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, him. I feel like he touched on that, uh, you know, and definitely put that on the forefront. And I, I think that's what made the article so special to me. Yeah, well, there's there's a there's a paragraph if you allow me to read that. Go for uh, it. It kind of touches on that, and I agree with you. It really jumped out, and he's like, let's also be clear that once the NCAA requires a four-year degree for athletes, Mm quote-unquote, testing the waters, it's only a matter of time until this idea is socialized, no longer questioned, and then more broadly applied. 
We all know how this works. Unfair policies introduced incrementally, so people accept it because it only affects a small group. Right. Then the unfair policy quietly evolves into institutional policy. I'm not sure what the technical term is for that because I didn't finish college, <laughs> but I know it when I see it. And, you know, you know, I know why you're laughing because me and Rich Paul kind of got that in common. We say what we say, and every now and then we like to, you know, we'll Hold take a dab. shot back. You yeah, know what I mean? We yeah, hit you yeah. a little jab. He was like, eh, that's a heat check. Pick that up before you uh-huh, go. Uh-huh. And, uh, Oh, man. You know, again, still, as I was saying earlier, his awareness, uh, the fact that, like you mentioned, he's someone who has now made it. And instead of walking in the door and letting it close behind him. Right. I almost see it like he's still at the door and he's making sure that the door stays open. And Ah, until until someone actually decides and recognizes it's their turn to hold the door, he's going to stand there until everyone who wants to come in gets in. I like that. I also would like to think that Rich Paul, like LeBron, and and something that they always, always try to harp on about LeBron, has become a master of spinning the narrative, Mm -hmm. of being able to turn what could have easily been uh, something you could have put a blind eye to and nobody would have said anything took it as a great opportunity to call out the NCAA who's been taking hits for, for the longest now for a multitude of reasons and put the spotlight on like, you know, the audacity, how dare you do something like that to people's hopes and dreams of wanting to do great things and help others. And, you know, you want to make rules to make it where the people that can probably help the most and want to help each other out can't help. They can't, they can't even get their foot in the door. So I think that was a great job of him, you know, taking the opportunity to spin the narrative. Make sure y'all check that out, too. That was, you know, shout out to the narrative out there. Yeah, <laughs> check, check that out. Man, we're just got the narrative out there as well. You want to check that out. But I think he did a great job in art. And for somebody that felt the need to throw the shot in, yeah, I didn't finish college. But, you know, I, that doesn't mean I can't be eloquent. But the, the line that I wanted to touch on and I want to get your take on is the insert where he says, does anyone really believe a four-year degree is what separates an ethical person from a con artist. Wow, that's powerful, right? Right, exactly. That that right it, there. It, yeah. That's Rich, that's Ritz doing exactly what you said. One, he's heat-checking the temperature in the room. Right. And he's taking complete control of the narrative by Absolutely. picking up his pen and writing his word, his thought, showing that he's a thinking man, right? He's just not out here willy-nilly. He's not systemic, if you will. He's he's right. not infected by, let's just go with this, what do you call it, antiquated system, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Pulled and, out the vocab on him real oh, quick. Oh, didn't he? Didn't he go to college real quick? <laughs> <laughs> he had a couple classes, didn't he? He took some courses. <laughs> yeah. He had some courses. Uh, but... <laughs> In all seriousness, we gotta we have to actually begin to deal with that as a people um, all across the globe because it's about the ethics versus mm. the con. Right. Because what's wrong with youth sports and what maybe the NCAA was attempting to lead us to believe and think they were trying to do in terms of protecting its athletes, 
Uh, the reality is that many view the NCAA as the actual carn artist, mm -hmm. as the person who is not really, or the entity, the body, the governing body that's not really dealing ethically when you're looking at the number of college players whose images and likenesses these players have basically, what, enrolled away? Right. <laughs> now, get signed away. They enrolled in school and play, and all of a sudden, because you get a scholarship or made the team, right. you don't get any income until you get to the professional ranks. Right. Mm. Hello, everyone. This is Ty Sletter with GTA Sports. When it comes to all of my photography needs, Magic Shot Visual is just for me. With over 10 years of experience, Amir King is the definition of quality over quantity. From sporting events to family affairs, let Magic Shots capture your memories right here. Book your next event today, 765-215-4507, or visit Amir on Instagram at Magic Shots. Now, that being said, this article, being well-written, you know, it wasn't like he was just out here just shooting all, like you said, just, just, you know, dropping magazines on the NCAA, right? It, 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 it was so well put together and it caught so much traction via obviously social media being, you know, the, the, the main machine that pushes narratives out. And, and this particular article caught a lot of steam that the NCAA had to amend the eligibility requirements to take away that four-year degree requirement that we all knew was a, cl a clear block to shut out a big majority of the people that wouldn't have gotten the opportunity that they just made sure that there's not even a possibility for the opportunity, you know? Right. So that being said, looking at what they, what you are now, obviously even, even in the article, even now, this is how, you know, this is not something he just said just, just for that one purpose. He even mentioned in there that he supports them, the, the requirement of having three years of experience. He, you know, he said he's behind that. He said he's even said he even said he would support the the idea, or the concept of having to take a test to pass to because he he understands the the importance of an agent or somebody that wants to become an agent. You put you, somebody else's life is in your hands. Somebody else's livelihood, uh, financial decisions, advisors, their future is literally in your hands. And he feels like that the people should be qualified and, and, and show proof of qualifications. If they're going to be doing a job that important and be that that impactful in, in one's life, right? When it comes to prospects, uh, right? People that have played ball since they were probably five years old and have really put in all this time and hard work and dedication, and you don't want them to get robbed, and they're already going to get robbed possibly by going to college and not getting paid to represent a school and and, and raise all these the, the funds and opportunities for the school, and they're not getting paid by the school to perform. Correct. So let me share uh, uh, the opening paragraph from the article that I viewed on abcnews.go.com, right? Okay. And it said the NCA has backtracked on new certification standards mm -hmm. and will no longer require a bachelor's degree for a sports agent to mm -hmm. represent Division One men's basketball players right. who declare for the NBA draft while maintaining college eligibility it's very important to make sure that everyone listening understands exactly what it is we're talking about right and that's the d1 player who's declared for the draft but is quote unquote testing the waters 
Okay, he's testing the waters to see where he really stands. Where he's really exactly where he really stands, where he's at while still maintaining college eligibility, meaning I can return to school if it's not going to work out. Right, right. What we're talking about is to some degree, you know, and and this is why I, I think Ritz said the right thing in terms of one I'm uh, I'm still I can get behind the 3 years of experience mm-hmm. basically as an agent. Right. Okay, you don't necessarily have to have a degree, but yeah, get 3 years of agent experience representing players. Right. Being approved by the National Basketball Players Association, the union, you mm-hmm. know, the mm-hmm. representatives, right? Mm-hmm. And then you do the interview with the NCAA. You show your credentials. Uh, pass a test if right. that was necessary. Right. Because you're going to actually be dealing with a group or a crop of student athletes that may not actually be ready to go pro. And they're going to return. You may have more that return to school than actually turn pro. And you need to be able to consult or guide them well in terms of the ins and outs. So you want to have some experience there. And like he stated in his article, will a four-year degree give you that experience to know the ins and outs, the lay of the land, the landscape? Are there other opportunities, whether it be you know foreign professional leagues, outside of the NBA? Whatever right. the case, um, Ritz hit it on the head. As an individual who is speaking from experience, who to some degree, I mean, I won't go as far as to say he he's a pioneer in the sense of he's not the pioneer in the sense of traditional, you know, agency representation. But for a lot of youth of today dealing with being an agent with social media, uh, dealing with player brands interacting with the the changes in the rules with the NCAA and all of this in that very sense he is the pioneer he is the voice of reason so he's the guy again who's at the door who got it open and he's standing in the doorway saying there are many young men and women who are going to come behind me it's not about their ethnicity What's going to happen, uh, Ty, is that like all things, all crafts in life, people are going to experiment. They're going to try things. Right. But you're going to find out whether or not it's really for you. So you don't need extra hurdles, right? Right. If it's not for you, you're going to walk away from it. (laughs) I mean, we've all tried a variety of things. Before we found our niche, right? And, and built upon that craft. But along the way, life is about the journey. It's exploratory. So you don't take exploratory away. I was a, a person who was in a vocational high school. And we did, you know, exploratory weeks before we made our final decision as freshmen where we were going to spend the next three years getting that certification. Right. So... Uh, great job by Rich Paul. Um, and at this point, we have to 
uh, shout out to NCAA for coming to their senses Thankfully. and amending amending that rule. Thankfully, because that that could have that could have got ugly really really quick. I'm glad they caught it they caught it fast enough before the season started. Hello everyone, this is Tosh Slatter with GTA Sports. Wanna know where I go to get my face clean like a king? Check out Bishop and Shep at H Palace, located in the Forest Manor community, right on the corner of 34th Street and Keystone. From waves and fades to liners for dreads and braids, Bishop and Shea play to change the game. Book your appointment today at hpalace.com. That's A Y T C H P A L A C E.com. H Palace, Barber and Beauty Salon, where kings and queens belong. Correct. But now, if you don't mind, I kind of want to shift the attention from draft prospects to players that are in the twilight of their career. Because if, if anybody, who those who haven't tuned in yet to the first episode of Heat Check, as well as the first episode of The Narrative, we, we touched on Carmelo Anthony, who was one of the players who, if, if you've been following basketball, or if you're old enough to follow basketball, has been in the league well over a decade and made a great impact both for the NBA as well as the Team USA Olympic team. Uh, I want to shift to Chris Paul. Another player who's been in the league well over a decade and has these last few years, I, I kind of feel like he's been, what's the word I want to look for with Chris Paul? He, I don't want to say disrespected, but I want to, I want to use more of a, he's been underrated to a degree. And there's the slander that's coming with his name now in the last couple of years in regards to how he, his teammates have interacted with him, even though there hasn't been any, too many articles that came out that he had issues in Houston. They just had a couple right at the end of, you know, their their, final, their playoff run. Mm-hmm. Um, for those that don't know, Chris Paul got traded um, for Russell Westbrook and a, few, a bunch of uh, a bevy of draft picks to Oklahoma City's Thunder. And that's a team that's in rebuild. But for those that don't know, Chris Paul is obviously in the twilight of his career. So my, my question to you, Mr. King, being you've been around this game long enough to see how, how players come and go, is Chris Paul in a, in a, in a good space being an OKC while they're rebuilding with a bunch of young, hungry sophomores and rookies? Or is, is this a disaster due to that heavy contract? I just, I just, have, to, I just have to ask. Well, let me say this about Chris. One, I can't speak to the headspace he's in, right? Uh, exactly, but okay. I'll use the eye test, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use my eye test, and I'll say that Chris Paul is in in very good headspace. Um, I saw some video of Chris Paul working out. Okay. Um, you know the Rico Hines footage, right? And Chris has slimmed down. That's okay? good. Uh, very good at 34, right? You lighten the load because he's bringing 14 years of experience. Uh, this guy, Chris Paul, is career average, 19 points, uh-huh. 10 assists, Ooh. 5 rebounds, <laughs> 2 steals, 47% shooter from the field. Okay. 37 from three. Oh, he did a little bit last time. He's 50% from all two point attempts. Hey, okay. And he's 87% career from the free throw line. Oh, now we talk. So, so, what? Some nice numbers. I like that. So, Chris Paul. Come on. Hey, man, look, 
the, 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 the guy is an all NBA skill set player. He's a bucket. <laughs> when you 50% from the field, bro, all, on all two pointers, that means every shot he take got a good chance. It's going in. He, I mean, he shoots with he shoots with precision. He's that good, okay? And the last couple of seasons, Chris Paul has only played 58 games. Wow. Okay. And and then it was the 16, 17 season. He played 61 games. So Chris hasn't been 70 or better since the 15-16 season after doing 82 in the 14-15. So, right. So durability comes into question. It does come into Ooh. question with Chris Paul. However, okay. is he good for the Oklahoma City Thunder and where they are right now in their rebuild? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Right. We got him Paul's, on record. He said, he said he's good to go in OKC. All right, we got he him. is absolutely good to go in OKC because okay. Chris Paul is will be the unquestioned veteran leader in the locker room. Without a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt. He's going to change the culture of the lead, uh, the, that franchise. The, the culture is about to get a shift. Definitely. It, there will be an absolute shift from Russell Westbrook's leadership style right. and play on the court to who right. Chris Paul is. And I think who Chris Paul is as a person, based on what I've seen as uh, him playing on the court, uh, in his interviews that he's conducted, his charitable works, and things of that nature. Uh, and this is not to say, this is not any slight against Russell Westbrook. Let me be clear about that. Nothing that I'm saying about Chris Paul should bring a negative slight to Russell Westbrook. Correct. This is absolutely separate. It's compartmentalized, if absolutely. you will. It has absolutely. nothing to do with Russell Westbrook. So let's be clear about that. Right. But for the personnel, getting an acquisition like Shea Gilgis-Alexander to be your future, whether it's at the point guard, the shooting mm -hmm. guard, or maybe even small forward because he has the physical measurements to play three positions offensively he'll definitely guard all three positions defensively because he's already a young stud there right chris paul has developed many starting nba point guards uh i'll go back as far as darren collison okay i'll go back to eric bledsoe ha. and uh He's a dog. Do, do, I, do I really need to say anybody else? I mean, nah, those that, two guys two alone, alone, alone are simply NBA starters. Uh, we know that Darren Collison is, just decided to retire and walk away from the game. But Eric Blessow just got but, a contract extension. Come on. And he's played on, he played on the team with the best record last season. The Milwaukee Bucks, right? That, that defense, for his stature, for a man of that stature, his defense is unquestioned. He's a dog. Absolutely. Was a dog. He gets it done. <laughs> and, and Chris Paul has shared uh, his his thoughts on the game, mm -hmm. his views, uh, his Before understanding, you know, teaching guys and be able to have what we call winning conversations is 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 for the casual fan, it's undervalued. But it's essential to those that understand the game, no? Absolutely. It's essential. It's essential. It has great value for every young player who really uh, aspires to be great 
in the NBA. If you want to be great in that league, you have to spend time with great players and get that conversation from a great player. And so uh, Danilo Gallinari, Mm -hmm. uh, Steven Adams, guys like that are going to get opportunities to, uh, I guess you could say, score a little bit easier. And what we're going to see is a return of Chris Paul, quite frankly, that we haven't seen since he joined the Houston Rockets and was playing next to James Harden. Because James James really has dominated the ball, and maybe the lack of usage it could be what impacted Chris Paul only playing 58 games per mm. season. It's almost like getting uh, a little bit of a break or a rest, if you will. He didn't pick up the miles on his body because he only logged 58 games. Okay. And so to see that he is in really tip-top can you know shape in terms of how he appears physically he appears to be in great shape now right. his, his his cardio his stamina i'm pretty sure chris paul is ready to go he's he's a professional right right he's going to be a first ballot hall of famer Absolutely. so no i'm question. not even going to question his no cardio question. chris paul if the season were to tip next tuesday he'd be ready to go he's ready he's okay. ready you are now tuned in to Heat Check with Top Slatter and Royce King right here on GTA Sports Network. Follow GTA Sports Network on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, GTA Sports Network. And check out GTASportsNet.com for all things basketball. I, I think I think his playoff exits the last couple seasons helped as well because this season didn't wasn't nearly as long. Even though he made it to the playoffs, I feel like that, that played a part in it as well rehabbing from his uh, injuries from hamstring issues so I, I feel like with all of that and once again being <laughs> being in his small circle of success includes LeBron James Carmelo Anthony Dwayne Wade the, the, his friends I feel like you have a, a group of friends that are in that circle and you have, you're surrounding yourself by successful motivated people like that I feel like that helps a lot too and that might may have even been a pivotal part on why he looks like he's in great shape right now yeah, he's definitely showing it. I mean, the footage is out there on right. uh, on Instagram. Right. Uh, is where I saw it. Uh, bottom line, mm-hmm. Chris Paul doesn't need a trade from the Oklahoma City Thunder. If I'm Chris Paul, I don't want a trade, honestly. Right. If I'm right. Chris Paul, I'm stay, staying. Stay there. I'm staying mm-hmm. because I have Dennis Schroeder. Right. Who's proven that he could back up. An all-NBA player, he did it with Russell Westbrook. He can do it with Chris Paul. And then, again, you have Shea Gillis-Alexander, who has so much more to offer. Mm -hmm. And it was great that Doc Rivers played him at point guard last year because that gave him confidence with handling the ball and playmaking. And I'm telling you, this kid, Shea Gillis-Alexander, let us not pigeonhole players just because we saw him play a position. Mm -hmm. He's 6'6". Right. Okay. This guy has, uh, I think it's over a seven foot wingspan. Okay. He's very good defensively. He showed that he could score the ball last season at all three levels. Do you understand that outside of Chris Paul, this guy is about to be a feature player? Like he averaged 10 points last season and three assists and three rebounds, and 1.2 steals. I'm talking about Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Right. Now, here's, here's my theory on this. When you have 
arguably the purest point guard from the old school definition since we're in positionless basketball now, or that's, that's what they keep pushing in the media. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul is one of the last of the Mohicans, one of the, like those, the true point guards, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So with a Dennis Schroeder, who we know quiet as kept is a walking bucket. You got Steven Adams doing big man work in the, in the paint. And you got Shaq Gilders Alexander, who just came out of a great, a well-coached, well-oiled machine in L.A. So he, he, he got that experience in, under his belt. And then you have a point guard who's going to facilitate at the most elite level without James Harden in the way with the ball dominance. I honestly think, you know, his numbers are going to spike up. I, I could see him being, like you said, not just a featured player, but also a part of arguably the, the one franchise player, if he stays there long term, that when Chris Paul finally decides to, you know, put the shoes in the locker room, he'll, you know, give the keys to OKC to him. I can see that. Well, he doesn't even have to have the keys. And, and again, because it's positionless basketball, he doesn't have to occupy the point guard position. I'm, true, I was attempting true, to true. highlight his, his absolute versatility because at 6'6", you know, when I was coming up as a kid and I was looking at Dr. J, Dr. J was a 6'6", small forward. Right. Okay. It was in the twilight of his career, they started playing Dr. J as a 6'6", shooting guard. Uh-huh. When Michael Jordan was drafted into the league while Doc was still around for the most part. Uh, Michael Jordan was a 6'6 shooting guard his entire career. Gotcha. Kobe Bryant, 6'6". So if you're 6'6 and you got length and reach and you're a a willing defender, you can play the two or the three. So, again, Shakeless Alexander has the capacity to play one, two, three spots. Mm -hmm. So with Chris Paul setting the table for everyone else – and right. now say Gillis Alexander adding the playmaking ability to his game. I'm projecting that say Gillis Alexander will progress more towards being a playmaker, not so much a, just a point guard, but a playmaker, a scorer, a franchise player. He has an opportunity mm-hmm. to be a franchise player for a couple of seasons starting this year starting this year because Chris Paul is the veteran franchise player in a twilight so they're no longer building around Chris Paul right Right now they're currently rebuilding around Gilgis Alexander until maybe someone else comes in who could help carry the load whether or not you know the perception or perspective is this guy is who we really want to feature, SGA has enough to be featured this year alongside Chris Paul and Steven Adams. That trio is is who you want to look at for the fantasy owners out there and and the sports bettors. Those are the guys. And then you can't forget about Danilo Gallinari, who had a great season last year. You got Schroeder. So not to blind you with those names, because a lot of times when you say some of those names, people are just thinking offense. But when you're right. thinking a, a total package, Alexander is 
in his second season, some people are going to say, what about the sophomore slump? I knew he's going to bring that up. But, but I'm saying don't concern yourself with a sophomore slump when it comes to SGA because the presence of Dennis Schroeder and Chris Paul, but in particular Chris, Chris Paul, Paul, SGA is not going to experience a sophomore slump because he doesn't have a real burden to bear. Hello everyone, this is Ty Sletter with GTA Sports. When it comes to all of my photography needs, Magic Shot Visual is just for me. With over 10 years of experience, Amir King is the definition of quality over quantity. From sporting events to family affairs, let Magic Shots capture your memories right here. Book your next event today, 765-215-4507 or visit Amir on Instagram at Magic Shots. Alright Mr. King, now I I know you got you know, you, you, your sources, insiders. I know, I know you know something about this. I, I, I gotta let the, the basketball world know. What do you know about Bradley Beal and John Wall possibly finding their way to South Beach with Jimmy Butler? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll begin right here on, on, on that, and uh, I'm gonna talk about how I feel about the opportunity because I'm, I'm in the midst of doing some things. <laughs> You know, fantasy wise, and everybody who watched, you know, NBA Fantasy Hour on Twitch, the official NBA channel, uh, NBA Fantasy Hour, boom, with the uh, Fantasy Sports Network, Greg Sussman, Frank Stanfield, Steve Sadavoy, they know, you guys know, I'm a huge Bradley Bill fan. I have Bradley Bill. That's in what I'm my about. in my keeper league, uh-huh. uh, he's my go-to shooting guard. He is basically the best shooting guard in the NBA, not named James Hart. Woo! Okay, that's how well <laughs> Bradley Beal plays the game of basketball. Oh. He just turned 26 wow. in June, wow. uh, and he's a proven young vet, right? That could lead any team. That's that's and that was, so that was a beautiful soliloquy right there. I like, like I wish I hope they got that. Thank right. you, Y'all sir. Heard that right. Y'all heard thank you, sir. Right. Thank he, you, he sir. He said the best one not named the beard. I I I'm, I'm I you got me on that one. Pro, proceed because you got to understand the, the the back the backdrop of that. You're talking about a player who's been in D.C. and what some people have called basketball purgatory, based on how the team's been ran. Contracts that then came and left, and it's just it's the, the franchise is in shambles. But you got this 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 small bright light at the end of the tunnel, and his name has to be Bradley Bill. I oh, he's a stud. Absolutely. I mean, he Bradley's Bradley Bill, Bradley Bill is a flat out stud. Ooh, Everybody man. could see that at some point he was going to arrive, right. and it, it, look, he's there now. I would love to see him in Miami. That's all I got to say. Well, slow down, slow down, slow down, because I don't want to rush into Miami. My bad. And for fantasy purposes and for for those who are are sports betting, you want Bradley Beal to spend the majority of this season in Washington. Ah, the torture. On the the surface, Uh, right? uh, 
on the surface. I'm listening. I'm listening. Your knee jerk reaction is no, don't, <laughs> don't, don't, no. Leave us every, Washington every, because everything want, that you see. wants him right now. Every every team needs a Bradley Bill. Everybody right needs now. a Bradley Bill. Right but now. with everything that you saw him do last season in Washington, with most uh, fantasy owners and sports bettors are looking at is. You know, well, you want him to stay where he was because now you're more inclined to believe he could do it again because the environment looks pretty much the same. Okay. But if there's an opportunity for Bradley Beal to play uh, in Miami Mm -hmm. next to to, to Jimmy Butler and, and, and make his return, if you will, to Florida, where he played college ball at the University of Florida. He was a Gator, okay? He knows something about the life, right? Right. Uh, As a player in the state. Gotcha. Which that tells me that ownership of the Miami Heat and Pat Riley have been wanting Bradley Beal since he was a, a college player. He's playing in the backyard. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, look at my son out there. He's playing in the backyard. He, boy, that boy going to be nice. Right. You see what I'm saying? I feel that. I feel that. So, there's, there's a connection there. There's a connection there. Yeah, there's no an question. obvious connection. Right, so right. it's just a question of when will it happen? I gotcha. think that it will happen with the okay. movements okay. Of, of what the Miami Heat have done and the trades that they've made True. and now looking to to get out from under – uh, the contract per se of of Goran Dragic, and it's not so much his contract as is probably just his age and just right. a, a new direction, right? Everybody's kind of hit the rebuild, and everybody's at different places in the rebuilding state. Right, right. <clears throat> so, to me, what a, a, a trade might look like is Goran Dragic, possibly Dion Waiters. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe some picks and other things like that to the Washington Wizards in exchange for Bradley Beal. And if Washington is adamant that you know, well, you got to take John Wall's contract, I think you. I think they will. I think you do that. I think they I, will. I, think, I, I, I think, pull that trigger. I think. I think they will. I think they will. You are now tuned in to Heat Check, Top Slatter, Royce King, right here on GTA Sports Network. Follow GTA Sports Network on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, GTA Sports Network. And check out GTASportsNet.com for all things best. It's like this. With John Wall's contract, we know he's going to be out for at least, at least, this is minimal. You know, and I wish anybody that has these type of injuries or speedy recovery, but he's going to be out at least a year, if not two, based on what we know. Yeah, he ruptured his Achilles as well, so unfortunately mm-hmm. for him. So mm-hmm. uh, he already had an injury prior mm-hmm. to that, so that mm-hmm. was compounded with a ruptured Achilles. So hopefully he gets back from that and gets back to you know being the John Wall we all know and love that he can do when he has the ball in his hands. He was arguably one of the fastest, if not the fastest, person on the court in the league at one time. My mm-hmm. thing, to you, my question to you is this: hypothetically, you get that deal to go through, you pick up the John Wall contract, just just for good business, just to get that contract out of Washington. You have Bradley Bill, who's not even 30 yet. He's just about to enter what we would call the zenith of his prime. 
with a hungry, highly motivated Jimmy Butler. What can you do if you're Miami? We're talking the dynamic duos that are going on right now, and you pull this trade off. How how does Miami slide their way into the playoff picture in the East based on this move alone? Based on what you know Bradley Beal can produce, and you know what Jimmy Butler can do when he has the right pieces around him and, and a team that's not afraid of him or intimidated by his energy. What what do you see in Miami if they pull this off? Just hypothetically. Well, I think Miami can return to the postseason. I think they will uh, make an appearance in the playoffs this year. Um, they could ensure that they make the playoffs this okay. year That's fair. by acquiring Bradley Beal sooner than later, right? Right, right? So, again, for selfish fantasy reasons, I want Beal in Washington, but <laughs> I I know that instead of the knee-jerk reaction and we dig deeper, Bradley Beal is that good that he could play next to a guy like Jimmy Butler. See, the more stars on the court, the actually the easier the game becomes. So instead of the knee jerk that says, no, stay where you're at, stay where you're at, it's like, no, get to Miami, ASAP. Go into the management and say, all right, if you guys are considering trading me, let me get there so I can get this season training camp under my belt and chemistry locked in. And, let's and, let's and, let's get let's that build, started let's now, let's, 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 let's as opposed rolling. to sending me at the Be trade, trade deadline. deadline. And that's and that's my that's my thing too. I don't. I would hate for even though if, it all depends on what what, the, what 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 our guys at Washington uh, would want to do. Because sometimes you have franchises who we know what you want and we know how bad you want it. So we're gonna make you wait for it that way. We somewhat semi sabotage your season and your and your off season hopes and dreams by giving you the player you wanted but giving them to you too late. I.e. Anthony Davis with the New Orleans and Los Angeles Lakers debacle that happened this past season, which killed team chemistry, killed the locker room, killed the Lakers' chances to make it the playoffs beyond repair. Put them in such a hole psychologically that even Magic Johnson had to go on record and say that, you know, these guys need to grow up. We need, they need to handle this as part of the game. Things happen, get over it, play basketball. Mm-hmm. So we could see possibly with, with Bradley Bill being so talented and Washington probably being so stubborn and not wanting to let him go, even though they made the reports that everybody's up for trade discussions. Every contract is up for sale. Essentially. We all know that team owners have egos. Right. Team owners don't even though that some of them have to rebuild like like Sam Presti because they made mistakes in the past and they were still trying to play catch up and, re- and, and recover from those mistakes. And now they just have no choice but to rebuild because they've used up every lifeline they had mm-hmm. between that mistake and now. So, I mean, D.C. is i.e. the same situation. You know, Miami is a team that's in the last couple of years, we could say. They've bubbled right under the AC. They've been like ninth. They've been like right there, like a game or two away from the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, especially last season, I think they were tied with Charlotte, if I'm not mistaken, at one point for that AC. Yeah, they were like right. They were like right there. Well, um, so I'm not to cut you off anything, but I just want you to. I just want to see. Do you believe, based on what we saw last season with LA and New Orleans, that DC is willing to pull that trigger before training camp, or are they going to be pretty much the stubborn ownership that we know? 
can be, and wait till the trade deadline to go ahead and say, all right, you can have them now. We, we, we've used them up as much as we can this year. We'll, we'll give it to you now. Well, I think it's up to the players and, okay. and, and, and management to have that conversation. Right. I, I, don't, I don't see Washington as a team showing their hand, new GM, Tommy Shepard. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, last year's general manager moved Kelly Oubre, mm-hmm. moved Otto Porter, right. uh, Markeith Morris. Right. Uh, Dwight Howard is, is well, that, gone that, that, from that, out of that, there. That was so inevitable. <laughs> there, there, there are a number of names and contracts that have been moved. So all signs point to the exit of John Wall and Bradley Beal. Okay. Many people consider the separation of John Wall, Bradley Beal. Again, many people are trying to build. There's this issue between the two players. I don't, really, really I don't, not, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that that really exists. Right. That story don't really stick so, to me. Either. I think that's just a media narrative. So, right. So moving away from that, I'm saying if I'm Miami, mm-hmm. I want John Wall to get whole. So we're going to pay you. Well, if you come to us or whatever, we'll pay right. you. It's not an issue. Okay. Because uh, you got to remember, these organizations are dealing with billions. Like they got money, right? I mean, or the or the player wouldn't have million dollar contracts where they're making forty million or whatever ridiculous number it is a season, right? They obviously got the bankroll to pay for. It, so okay, uh, that's why they pay a luxury tax, not a poverty mm-hmm. tax. <laughs> so it's the power of wordplay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not falling for the okie doke. And, 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 and crying for somebody else's pocket and bank account who got money. This is business. It's entertainment. Revenue sharing league. All right. I digress. Now, so you get Wall. He's on the shelf, but you run at the point. Winslow. Okay. Right? He's going right. to run point. Bill's a playmaker, so he's going to handle the ball. Okay. You got Jimmy Butler, who's a capable playmaker, who can handle the ball. Bam Adebayo, who's been working on his playmaking abilities from the center position, so he's going to make some decisions. Okay. And then you got to think, because I would send out for Miami, I would send away Goran Dragic, I would send away uh, Deion Waiters, um, I don't know, maybe Kelly Olenek, or, you know what I'm saying, and give some, make some room for some other guys to play. Yeah. In that deal, you're getting picks back, uh, but a unit of Winslow, Beal, mentoring Tyler Hero, who they just drafted. You got that Jimmy boy, that Butler. Boy is a that boy is a bucket. You see what I'm saying? You got Jimmy Butler at the three. James Johnson's been playing the four spot. And then you got Bam Adebayo and Myers Leonard off the bench who could play some four and some five. In that oh, Eastern yeah. Conference – the Miami Heat are making the postseason this year. Maybe the eight or seven seed, not much higher than that, but that's still headed in the right direction while John Wall is mending. Absolutely. Then when you enter next season, his first year back on the court, now you're talking about a, 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 a backcourt or a guard rotation of John Wall, Justice Winslow, Bradley Beal, Tyler Hero. Hello, everyone. This is Tyler Hero. And Jimmy Butler, who can play some guard. I know where I go to get my face clean like a king. 
right. check out Bishop and shit. Miami's in the right direction. They know what they're doing. It's just a matter of Will Shepard pull the trigger and win. I don't know when. Book your appointment today at hpalace.com. That's A-Y-T-C-H-P-A-L-A-C-E.com. H Palace Barber and Beauty Salon, where kings and queens belong. That's fair. That's fair. Now we now what we gonna do here? Cause as as much as I love doing basketball, time just flies. Talk about what you love, but we're gonna do what we call a quick sixteen, right? Mm-hmm. In the last 15, 16 minutes of the show, I want to touch on a couple topics. We will get on them real light. Give them something to marinate on. And depending on how things you know unravel in the next twenty four to forty eight hours, you know we might be able to follow up on it on the next one. So first and foremost, your thoughts. The Los Angeles Clippers have 13 back-to-back sets this season. Can we say hashtag load management? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Going to be a lot of that in Los, in L.A., uh, Clipperland, when it comes to Kawhi Leonard and Paul George in particular right now, who's still okay. mending. Shoulder uh, surgery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Kawhi says he's healthy. He says he's ready to go. But the reality is, Kawhi, what he wants, Kawhi's still going to get. Like, exactly. he's that good. So, will he play on back-to-back sets? I don't know. I'm going to be optimistic and let the season play out. Oh. I think Kawhi Leonard knows his body. Right. And I believe that this Clipper organization, unlike maybe the San Antonio Spurs, but definitely okay. similar to the Toronto Raptors, they're okay. going to continue to, to work with him right? and, and, and listen to the player because no one knows the body of the player better Inside than the, the player, player himself. He knows Absolutely. what he's feeling, and so he's proven that he's that good. And, uh, yeah, back-to-backs, you know what's interesting about Bill? Well, I'm going to slow down. <laughs> I'm going too fast. I was about to start, I was about to start heating it's it okay. up. It's okay. It's okay. We'll move on to the next one just to, just to make it easier for you. Mm-hmm. The New Orleans Pelicans have 30, not 10, 20, but 30 nationally what? televised games this season, while the Sacramento Kings only have one, and the Indiana Pacers only got six. Talk to me. What, 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 <laughs> what, is, this, is, this, is this Zion rules in effect? What is this? Man, what man is this? I, look, it's, this is a business league, right? This is okay. about capitalizing on the fact that the phenom. Anthony Davis was just in New Orleans. He's a gate. He's a draw. Right. He's taking that purse to L.A. with LeBron. Right. They're going to be a hot topic of sports talk conversation every day. Right. That's facts. Once the season gets going. That's facts. <laughs> you can't rob New Orleans of A.D. and leave them with nothing. You right. have to do some some patchwork, if you will. You got to clean that up. So, <laughs> if, 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 if Zion Williamson is supposed to be a player by some people's pin, not mine, but by some people's fair, pin, I think he's really good. That's fair. That's fair. Right? All right. All right. But you got to now police the gates. Mm. We still need money to come into New Orleans. Right. We still got to have a real draw. And Drew Holiday is 
very good. He is a oh, he gonna shine this year. Oh, he, okay, him, him Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, Jock, them ex Lakers are gonna shine. They got cameras on. I, them, like I hear what LA. you're saying, but they for 30 shine. nationally televised games, do I want to see them 30 times? Uh, nah, I wouldn't want to, but <laughs> but with 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 Zion Williamson and what he's capable of, show and prove. Hey, look, he's going to have every opportunity to get used to the bright lights that shine in the regular season Absolutely. as they prep this young man for, for the years Absolutely. to come for postseason. The Pelicans will not make postseason play this year, but he has to get acclimated to the people in the back. He said, and I quote, the New Orleans Pelicans will not see the playoffs in the 2020." No, okay. that's not happening. That's fair. Hey, that's no, fair. no. I, I, yeah, no. He's not. He's, he's not that good. He's not going to walk him into the postseason. I understand. Now you're not. He's not going to pull on Magic Johnson to get not the this year. First, I get that. No. So that's fair. But I do got an issue with the Sacramento Kings only getting one game, nationally televised. Like one, <laughs> one. Like how about you just give uh, New Orleans twenty five. Because I think the Sacramento Kings team is pretty good. Like, I, De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Hill, Marvin Bagley, those guys are a very nice trio. They were playing very well last season. They just didn't have enough experience. They didn't quite have enough. And, again, there are only eight slots. But if there was one more slot, I mean, the Kings, if it was nine teams – Per conference, the Kings would be in this year. They got a chance of besting somebody and being the dark horse that makes it into the playoff seating of the top eight because you got the acquisitions of guys like Harrison Barnes, Trevor Ariza, okay, who are going to be there, Corey Joseph, Dwayne Dedman, those veterans, and, and Rashawn Holmes even. These vets bring enough to the table in terms of postseason experience that they can really help this young, talented Sacramento Kings team secure the AC. The Sacramento Kings are my dark horse AC team in the Western Conference. I agree with that. Now, last year they definitely should have made the playoffs, but once again, there's only eight spots in the West has gotten more competitive. But last but not least, we, we got to touch on this. The NBA would like to – Starting lineups to be released 30 to 60 minutes sooner than they are as of right now. Can you kind of explain to the audience what that means and what that affects going into the long run? Well, I'm going to tell you what that means to a guy like me who plays fantasy basketball and, uh, you know, associates in the sports betting community. That means I'm going to know sooner than later if my guy's playing tonight. So I can make sure he is in my lineup. And more importantly, if he's not playing, I can get him out and get a sub in like next man up. Who's the replacement? Right. Right. Because I'm going into, you know, my bank account It's two months on the line. You can't hit me with that last minute game time decision thing every night. You know what kind of anxiety and stress you're creating through people <laughs> all across the nation and around the world? You legalize the sports betting in multiple states, one right after the other. Hey, man, look, get that information out as quick as possible. And uh, 
that's all that is to me. That's what I see when I hear that. Um, and that's a good thing. But at the same time, it, it can also be a little bit uh, more stressful for some people this season with some players who are maybe notorious uh, for dealing with health concerns and issues, the, the, the label of, of being injury prone. There are going to be guys that are just going to be game time decisions once they, you know, uh, get nicked and banged up. And you're going to have to deal with that. Um, so my early advice with that in fantasy, even now in sports betting is, you know, err on the side of caution. Mm-hmm. Go with the next man up. Okay. Because if he's a game time decision, chances are his backup is going to get, you know, a good representation in terms of minutes and nowadays the game has changed it's not like it used to be where you had to have guys and you only wanted guys on your team who were playing 30 minutes there are a number of guys who are getting it done with 26 to 25 minutes per game and they shouldn't be overlooked okay well mr king i want to thank you for dropping the free jewels up there for those that need to know check out the narrative Tuesdays, Thursdays. Make sure you follow Royce King on social media. He let nobody find you at, Mr. King. Oh, yeah. You know where it's at, man. You can hit me up on Twitter, at Royce King. I'm doing a little bit over on Instagram. Okay. At underscore Royce King underscore. But if you're looking for interaction and communication and conversation, hit me on Twitter. That's where it's at. Okay. And for those that have followed us, thank you for tuning in to the Heat Check. Make sure you follow Heat Check on Instagram and Twitter at GTA Heat Check. Check out the previous episodes. We'll be tuning in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Mr. King, it's always been a pleasure. And until next time. Thank you for tuning in to the latest edition of Heat Check with Ty Slatter and Royce King. Follow GTA Sports Network on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. GTA Sports Network and check out gtasportsnet.com for all things basketball.